Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And good Chodesh. Tomorrow, we have the privilege of reading Parshas Truma. Parshas Truma, according to the Chinuch, contains three mitzvos, two positive and one restriction. But just think what mitzvah it contains. It contains the mitzvah of V'asuli Mikdash V'shochanti B'socham. Make for me a sanctuary, and I shall dwell amongst them. What an incredible concept, which I'd like to talk about for a few moments, and then, please God, tie it in to Mishanichnas Adar, where we find ourselves today at the beginning of the month of Adar, and this generates simcha, happiness, within the Jewish community and the Jewish people. Let's begin with how can there be a house for God? And man needs a home. Man needs a bedroom. Man needs a kitchen. He needs to sleep. He needs to eat. All the requirements of a home are completely and totally unnecessary for God. And therefore, What's the significance of how we to understand? Is it not limiting God to say that this is God's home when, after all, Uncle Moshe is right? Where is God? Everywhere. Up, up, down, down, right, left, and all around. If so, how are we to understand a base Hashem? So the truth of the matter is, as Shlomo HaMelech said, that the heavens... And the heaven, heavens, cannot contain Hashem, lest this home. What's the understanding of a base Hashem? I'd like to present two very radical, different approaches. First, the approach of Rashi. Rashi understands that really we should not have needed a base an Usuli Mikdash, a house of God, for the reason that we just explained. However, Rashi says the following, that clearly Am Yisrael, the Jewish people, sinned terribly with the golden calf. We miscalculated true. Moshe's not here. And in that period of time of panic, of not having Moshe, we were vulnerable and created a golden calf to which we attributed some concept of deity showing that the Jewish people needed something tangible. So... It's like Hashem is saying to the Jewish people, you asked for it, you showed, you needed something physical that you can dwell upon, you've got it, Mishkan. And therefore, the Mikdash, the sanctuary which you are to make, you are to make for Asuli, you are to make for me, Lishma, for my sake, create it and generate it all 
towards a relationship with Hashem, but it's clearly what we would call bidiyeved. Bidiyeved means second best. First and foremost, we really didn't have to have it. In reality, I can tell you that a few times being in Eretz Yisrael when it was late in the day towards sunset I found myself driving on a highway and all of a sudden seeing cars pull off to the right on the side of the road one car, two cars and then I realized quickly what was happening Mincha the time itself demanded that Mincha be recited and so right there on the side of the road with a minion, without a minion, people stopped to Davin. Wherever you'll mention my name, wherever you bring Hashem in, that's where you can have a relationship with Hashem. No question about it. However, we needed and we have something physical which generates, once we have it, a system of laws unto itself called Mora Mikdash. There's a biblical command as to the respect of Abesa Mikdash and this filters down as well to the respect with which we are to treat our Besa Knesses, our synagogue, our Mikdash Ma'at. This is Rashi's approach to the Beis HaMikdash and in reality Rashi would have to say and does say indeed in Muktam Umuchar Batora. In order to um, understand this you have to say that there is no not necessarily a chronological order to the Torah because after all, Pasha's Truma with the mitzvah of building a sanctuary is two weeks before the sin of the golden calf. So the Torah first presents the mitzvah of building a sanctuary. Only later does it tell us about the golden calf. And that, you can say, is a kind of kindness on the part of Hashem, that covered, he shows honor and dignity to the Jewish people rather than have us immediately connect the dot that we needed something physical. He presents it as if there is an ideal with the mikdash, and then two weeks later we're taught and told about the golden calf. The Ramban has a very different take on the role of the Mikdash. Says the Ramban, what happened at Sinai? At Sinai, the Jewish people were privileged to experience Hashra's Hashchina, literally God's presence in their midst. They all experienced prophecy. They knew that God was in their midst. Says the Ramban, 
we could not take the mountain with us. So Hashem gave us the next best thing. The next best thing was that you will have a portable mountain, a portable Sinai in the form of a Mishkan, the sanctuary in the desert. And it is at the Mishkan that Hashem will continue that which took place at Sinai. At Sinai, He spoke to Moshe and the Jewish people. At the Mishkan, He will continue to speak to Moshe and through Moshe to the Jewish people. And therefore, it's not by chance, says the Ramban, that the language that the Torah uses at the end of last week's parsha, where the Torah says, Vayishkom Kvod Hashem Al Har Sinai, that literally God's holy presence rested on the mountain. And if you look <coughs> at the very closing paragraph of Parshas Bekude, the Torah speaks as well at this phenomenal accomplishment of, the Torah says, same term, Uchvod Hashem Molei Es HaMishkan, the presence and honor of Hashem was on the Mishkan. So we have literally a continuation of Sinai, and whereas you can say that according to Rashi, this was not preferable but acceptable, a lower level as to what would have been the ideal, according to the Ramban, wow, this is the ideal, having Hashem's presence in our midst. I think, especially with this Ramban, we can appreciate where we are literally today, Mishenichnas Ador, as the month of Ador commences, Marbin Besimcha, we have a greater sense and a greater appreciation of happiness. To the Jew, happiness is the presence of Hashem. It says in our Torah, Usmachtem, and you will be happy when Lifnei Hashem Elokeichem. Happiness is not something which you can pinpoint with a materialistic object, but happiness is a state of being. It is a sense of ruchnius, of spirituality, and having God's presence in our midst is the greatest form of happiness because the Jew recognizes and realizes that there is someone who is in control, directing, guiding every aspect of our life. And therefore, the Gemara at the bottom of the first Amud Beis in the second parak of Beitzah, 15b at the bottom, the Gemara teaches us an f- interesting concept. Says Rabbi Yochanan 
in the name of Rebeliezer, the son of Reb Shimon. Harotze, she is Kaimunachosov, the one who wants his properties to endure. Yitabohen Eder, he should plant in them an Eder tree. Rashi explains that the Eder is a valuable tree, and people will say, oh, look what so-and-so has in his field. The field will then be associated with his name. So even if he should leave his home for an extended period of time, he doesn't have to worry about somebody usurping his property because the field is known because of that tree which is there. The rabbis tell us that in addition to that which it states very clearly, but we can read it, Yita Bohen Ador. What does Ador mean? Ador, the name of this month, is Aleph, referring to Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Aleph, Dor. He dwells in our midst. What does that mean? If a person understands and realizes, and this is, after all, the essence of the month of Adar, whereby we celebrate Emir Hashem in two weeks, Purim. What does that mean? That even though, unlike leaving Egypt and the splitting of the Red Sea, which were open miracles, Purim is a nes nistar. It is a hidden miracle. But we know that Hashem is with us. And therefore, I'd like to close with a very sharp teaching of Reb Shlomo Karolina, who was very poor. And his wife said, Shlomo, what's going to be? And he said to her, Ichab Tzvei Kian. I have two cows. The Yiddish word for cow is ki. The plural is kin. However, he didn't mean literally that. What did he mean? Every morning at the end of the many passages that we say in Hodu, Sfard before Bismor Shir, Ashkenaz after Baruch She'omar, towards the end of Hodu, we cite from chapter 33 of Tehillim, Pasuk 21, Ki, vo yismach libeinu, Ki, b'shem kutsho batachnu. What does that mean? It means our happiness comes because He, capital H, gladdens our heart. Why? Ki, b'shem kutsho batachnu. In His holy name, we trust. We had it first, in God we trust. In God we trust, not necessarily that which is written on the dollar bill, <clears throat> but that which comes from Ador, this is what gives the Jew his happiness. I take this opportunity of wishing everybody a meaningful Chodesh Ador Mishenichnas Ador, Marbim Besimcha, through the Asuli Mikdash, Vishokanti, 
Bisochem. Shabbat Shalom and good Chodesh to all.